let us consecrate this today to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. The, the topic tonight is, you always resist the Holy Spirit. It's from Acts 7.51, where it says, you stiff-necked people, uncircumcised in heart and ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit. This passage comes from the confrontation that St. Stephen had with the members of the synagogue when he says to them, stiff-necked people, the listeners understood very well because it comes from Exodus 33, 34, and many other places in the Old Testament to signify people that are resistant to the word, to the guidance of the Lord. They think they are God's people. They are proud to be God's people because they are circumcised in the flesh. But Stephen is pointing out that they have uncircumcised hearts. So having a circumcision in the flesh does no good if your heart remains uncircumcised. That's what he's telling them. And of course, this is something they cannot resist. The oppression that those people had, the anger when they're being compared to those Israelites in the desert that were stiff-necked, that resist the Holy Spirit. It's always okay to hear that in the past, some were uncircumcised in their hearts, but the same is true for us. So to be able to receive the Holy Spirit, our hearts must be circumcised. And now we have to understand what does it mean to have a circumcised heart. God has given us his mustard seed, the simple path to union with God, as a path for the circumcision of the heart. It's a process of yielding, opening, going deeper. This is the only way to become and to grow as God's people. A circumcised heart is open, is exposed, is vulnerable, and docile to the guidance of the Holy Spirit. To become uncircumcised means to remove that shield of protection of security, where we are in control. Even when we profess to love God, but we don't want to hear anything other than our own understanding, our own way of conceiving God. And not even God himself is allowed, really, to reveal himself to us 
because we find our security in the system, in the laws, as we have received them. We don't want to change, in other words. We prefer to multiply exterior sounds of holiness. So a circumcised heart is a challenge for all of us to really acknowledge the brokenness, the wounds, what is festering in our hearts and allow the spirit to go in and bring it to the light so that we can recognize it and and open it to the healing of the Lord. So it is in this docility, this exposure, this unveiling of our hearts that the spirit can take us into the kingdom of God, as John 3, 5 tells us, into the holy of holies, into the sacred heart of Jesus, to be consumed in the Trinity. My family, this is an amazing, profound transformation where we cease to be the way we were to become what God dreamed us to be since the beginning. All the brokenness, all the ways in which we have become deformed, in which we have become not one with God. All that is exposed by circumcision of the heart. And that is why many prefer to remain circumcised. It's for, for us a way to remain secure where we have already been. So it is the heart within us, not the exterior flesh that needs to be circumcised. That is why God has not formed us in the community with many exterior practices. Can I say something here? Because this is important to the community. It can even be something that's good in of itself, like novenas and consecrations, can also be for us a distraction. Because for many people, it's easier to put all the focus on exterior things and feel that you're growing holiness than it is to really go deep and allow the Holy Spirit, like all of us are doing in Love Crucified, to take us to those really difficult places into the recesses of our heart. And that is what a great majority of people are not willing to do. So many times, even when men and women come into love crucified, they have to be willing to actually focus on entering the path, living the path, and doing less. So this is important for everyone to understand this as far as our spirituality. The Lord wants our spirituality to take us to the depth of our heart for transformation to make us a living host.
the, the exterior practices of devotion are very important, but only if they are really led by the spirit. The danger is that they can become just the opposite. They can become a way of shielding ourselves from what the spirit really wants us to do by instead doing certain practices that make us feel religious. And then we don't go to the heart that needs to be changed. That's exactly what happened to the Pharisees. That's exactly what happened to those men that were listening to Stephen. What Stephen was saying was so powerful in the spirit. They didn't want to hear any of it. They were already super religious. They were filled with laws and practices. So you see the point, the, the importance of constantly opening to the spirit to teach us something new. So the Pharisees had many exterior practices, many prayers, cleansing rituals, fasts. Yet Stephen, filled with the Holy Spirit, calls them stiff-necked people, uncircumcised in the heart. Therefore, they resist the Holy Spirit. In our broken humanity, we can perform many exterior pious practices and live opposing the Holy Spirit because interiorly, our hearts remain hardened. And we don't want the Lord to touch our hearts because it's painful. Our hearts are wounded, right? Are sore from many oppressions. So when we unveil our hearts, when, we when we're circ circumcised in the heart, any little touch from Jesus is painful as he's healing us. We have to remember things we don't want to remember. We have to allow the Lord to, to expose things that are not easy to expose. And therefore, that makes it very hard. So that's why all of us, to some extent, resist the Holy Spirit because of our willfulness, even though we often are not conscious of it. That is why in Love Crucified, we encourage all of you to take very seriously the examination of conscience at the beginning of Mass. It's not just a part of, you know, ritual, Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy. Beg the Holy Spirit to go deep into your heart uncircumcised, I mean, cir circumcise your heart before the Lord so that whatever he needs to touch, he can touch. That's true repentance. That's true sorrow. Because how can I repent of something I don't see? How can I be sorry for something that I don't allow the Lord to first reveal to me and touch? So that's why it's so important to 
to really be humble and allow this, this process to happen. Now, listen to some passages from scripture that confirm this. Matthew 23, 25. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you clean the outside of the cup and of the plate, but inside you're full of greed and self-indulgence. And Matthew 23, 27. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are like whitewashed tombs, which on the outside look beautiful, but inside they're full of bones, dead bones, and all kinds of filth. And Matthew 15, 8. This people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are merely human rules. Hasn't it happened to you? I mean, has happened to me that somebody tells me something I don't like, and I've experienced this reaction in me that is not from God. And I have to recognize it and humbly beg the Lord to bring me to the light. I cannot just ignore it, retrieve from that bad experience, and keep on thinking I'm very holy and pious. We have to enter into those moments of grace and take avail of them, because otherwise we keep on honoring the Lord with our lips, but we are not willing to really open our hearts. So to live totally docile to the Holy Spirit with no resistance is to accept all the good and the bad that come to us with complete abandonment and trust. Imagine what a challenge that is. Everything that happens to us is happening to Jesus who is in us. He's living it with us. And this is the trust we have. I trust in you. I believe that in all of this, trust is of the essence because nobody is going to circumcise their hearts unless they trust, right? I cannot trust in anybody that I don't really know that loves me and that is going to do what is good for me. So no wonder that the Lord told St. Faustina to put in the bottom of the painting, Jesus, I trust in you. So what is trust? Trust is total vulnerability. You're exposing yourself to be hurt, to be changed, for Jesus to take away things that you're attached to. That's a circumcised heart. Not only do we accept the things that come to our, to our lives, but we allow them to change us through this experience this financial problem, this illness, whatever comes to my life, it's an opportunity to allow the Lord 
to change, to transform me unto himself so that I live that experience in him, with him, through him, okay? This is to live in the will of God. We can only do this when we believe in God's love for us, expressed in his passion and the cross. The Lord says, the wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. This is talking to Nicodemus. 